Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello and welcome. It is time to do another stream about my kind of English and that is British English. So it's going to work like this. I'm going to show you a British word. You have to uh, guess what it means. There'll be a quiz question and then I'll give you an example. Hello in the chat. Hello Nikki84 who is a supporter. Thank you for being a supporter and Brainy83 who is also a supporter. Thank you for being a supporter. I do appreciate my supporters and thank you everyone else. Good to see you. So we are talking British words, British words. And these are words that you will hear a lot in British English. These are not strange or unusual words. You will hear them a lot. Um, hello, good to see you all. Hello, Connie. Nice to see you. Hello, Mehdi. Hello, Cyber. So our first word is Lou. 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 What is the Lou? What is the loo? Is it the bedroom, the toilet, or the kitchen? What is the loo? What do we think? I want to see if you get this. I think you will. Um, and let me tell you a very common sentence in English. I'm just going to pop to the loo. So if you're at dinner and you go, oh, I just, I, I need the loo. I'm just going to go to the loo. It's kind of a polite way to say, I'm going to the toilet. I need to go to the loo. The loo, it is the toilet. Um, so most homes will have a loo. I'm just going to pop to the loo. And it's quite, it's not rude to say loo. It's kind of polite enough. So at dinner, you could say, I'm just going to go to the loo. That's okay. Next up, we have quid. Quid, um, quid, and I want to know, what are quid? What are quid? Is it British pounds, British socks, or British supermarkets? What are quid? Hello, Sadia from Norway, good to see you. Hello, Jessica from Barcelona. Hello, Hakim from Saudi Arabia. Uh, hello, Nat Putch from Moscow. Great to see you all from all over the world. So, what are quid? Quid. Money, money, money. Must be funny in a rich man's world. Absolutely correct if you put pounds, British pounds, as in our money. So when we talk about our money, uh, we say quid. Like, I have 10 quid in my wallet. Um, I booked a really, a really early train, but it saved me about 20 quid. It saved me about 20 quid. Could you lend me five quid, please? How much was the meal? Oh, it was about 25 quid. So, British pounds, quid. Um, and this only means British money. We don't use it when we're talking about euros or dollars or any other currency. If you say quid, you're talking about British pounds. Who snog? Who snog? Uh, this is a verb. 
And I would say, actually, you snog somebody else. And so I want to know, if you snog someone, you are, hmm, them. Hugging, kissing, or attacking. What are you doing if you are snogging someone? Um, hello, uh, from Palestine. Hello from Lebanon. Mireya uses the Lebanese pound or the Lebanese nira, the lira. Uh, hello from Morocco, Cyber. Good to see you. So if you snog someone, what are you doing to snog someone? Is it to hug, kiss, or to attack? Hello, Betty from the Czech Republic. Welcome to the stream. If you snog someone, you are what? You are hugging, kissing, or attacking. Very good, everyone, if you said kissing. And a lot of you didn't get this right. Most of you thought it was hugging. But to snog someone is British for to kiss someone. And it usually means kissed quite passionately. <laughs> they danced together in the club and then they snogged on the dance floor. So they snogged on the dance floor. This is quite passionate kissing. <laughs> they danced together in the club and then they snogged on the dance floor. So well done if you said kissing. Most of you said hugging, but no, snogging is definitely more than hugging. <laughs> and this is very common in England to say snog. Um, very good. So next up we have to fancy someone. To fancy someone. I fancy you. What do we think this could mean if you fancy someone? Um, what does to fancy someone mean? Uh, does it mean to find someone attractive or to be romantically interested? To hate someone or to be madly in love with someone? What does to fancy someone mean? Um, very good. Diana J. I'm so excited about this stream. As Mexicans, we learn American English. But honestly, I've always loved British English. Well, that's good. That's good. I like British English as well. But I also like American English. Both are good. But they're very different. Um, good. Uh, good to see you. Uh, hello, Les from Mexico. I do like Mexican food. Very good. I do love Mexican food. <laughs> good. And... Most of you got this right. So it's to find someone attractive or to be romantically interested. So if you go, do you think he fancies her? You're saying, do you think he likes her romantically? Um, I fancy you. This is something you could say to someone. I fancy you. And that means I find you physically attractive. And maybe there's an emotional element as well. Like if you've known someone for a long time, you could say, I fancy them. It's less than being in love. Fancy. It's not as much as being in love. So I fancy you. Ah, oh, they fancy each other. Look at them. They fancy each other. I fancy you. Um, I find you attractive. And it can be emotionally or physically. I fancy you. Next up, we have cheers. Cheers. 
Now, obviously, we've heard of cheers, like a toast, cheers, but there's another meaning. There's two meanings to cheers. Cheers or cheers. Now, cheers is a toast, but it can also mean no, thanks, or to fight. Cheers is a toast, but it can also mean no, thanks, or to fight. What do we think? Uh, Ayana says American English is easier than British. Could be, possibly. I guess there's more movies in American English, so could be. Um, and then Farnaz says, but British is better. Now, I can't say that, but if you say that, <laughs> that's okay. Cheers is a toast, but it can also mean what? Very good if you said thanks. Thanks. It's a very casual way to say thanks. Uh, and so who could you say thank cheers to? It's a very quick way to say thanks. So I would say the bus driver when you get off the bus. Cheers. Uh, a waiter when they bring you some food. Cheers. Thanks so much. A bar worker, they hand you your drink. Cheers. Or your postman or your postwoman gives you the post. Cheers. Cheers. People you can say cheers to. So cheers is a very casual way to say thank you. Um, so there's some settings it's not appropriate. If you think you need to be a bit more formal, cheers maybe isn't so good. Next up we have mate. Mate. And I want to know who is your mate? Who is your mate? A lover or a friend? Uh, Daigle, thank you. I'm glad you like my accent. Um, Jessica, both languages are useful in order to communicate. And British people and American people can understand each other. There's a few words we don't know, but we can talk to each other. Uh, Piotr, where are you from, Max? Um, I'm from... The United Kingdom, but I live in Germany and I speak German and English. Uh, Hakim likes Kiwi English. That's very, very interesting. Um, so who is your mate? Well, your mate is a good friend, a good friend, not your lover, not your lover. A mate is a friend. So I would say to a friend, ah, oh, how are you doing, mate? And that's very, very British. Um, a beer for me, ah, cheers, mate. A beer for me, ah, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, and actually, people who don't know each other very well will say this to each other, mate. So a shop, someone in a shop might go, here you go, mate. And you go, well, we don't know each other very well. But that's normal in British English. We say mates to people we don't know very well, as well as close friends. Again, it's very casual. It's very casual. So be careful. Um, good. Next up, we have the word gutted. Gutted. And I want to know, if you are gutted, what are you? You are really excited, really disappointed or upset or really nervous about doing something. If you are gutted, 
you are what? What could it be? Um, Mirella, Max, how can we know our level in English? There's a lot of tests online. So I think do a test online and then it can tell you if you're A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. This stream is a A2 level. So if you can understand a lot of this, you're probably A2, B1. This is sort of between A2 and B1. Let's say that. If you are gutted, you are really disappointed or upset, really excited or really nervous. What could it be? Well, it's in fact really disappointed or upset. Oh, I'm so gutted. I didn't get my dream job. I am gutted. My girlfriend broke up with me. I am gutted. I missed my flight, and so I lost all that money. I am gutted. Now, gutted is a strong feeling of being disappointed or upset. Um, and it's pretty strong. It's If someone says they're gutted, you know they don't feel good. I'm gutted. I'm gutted. I'm gutted. <laughs> oh, I was gutted. So, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty sad emotion. Let's say that. Next up, we have daft. 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 And I want to know, what does daft mean? What does daft mean? Happy or kind, grumpy or angry, or stupid or silly? What does daft mean? What does daft mean? What do we think? Um, Hakim, gutted. Um, it's not quite frustrating, but close. Close. Very good. Let's see if you get this right. Um, one second. Very good, everyone. Uh, yeah, really, really good. What does daft mean? Stupid or silly, really. Daft is stupid or silly. And we say daft, it's not so serious, it's quite a nice way to say it, but if you say, ah, oh, he's a bit daft, it means he's a bit silly, or stop being so, stop being daft, don't be daft, if someone says something which you know they know isn't true, if that person goes, oh, I'm just so ugly, and you know they're not ugly, you would go, don't be, don't be daft, and it's like saying, don't be stupid, but not as strong. It's nicer It's nicer than don't be stupid. So, oh, don't be daft. Oh, come on, don't be daft. It means don't be silly. Oh, no one likes me. Oh, don't be daft. That's not true. Don't be daft. Now, next up, we have dodgy. Dodgy. And I want to know, if someone is dodgy, you can trust them, or you can't trust them if someone is dodgy. You can trust them, or you can't trust them. What do we think? Um, Jessica, daft, you say the F, daft, 
dark, so it's not silent. Uh, <laughs> if someone is dodgy, you can trust them or you can't trust them. What do we think? He's a bit dodgy. Hmm. Oh, he's a bit dodgy. I don't know. There's something. There's something about him. He's a bit dodgy. So if someone is dodgy, you can't trust them. He's a bit of a dodgy character. He's a bit of a dodgy character. If you see someone on the street and they have a big coat and they're kind of like, hmm, looking around and looking nervous, you can go, ooh, he looks a bit dodgy. He looks a bit dodgy. Or you could say, the TV is a bit dodgy. It doesn't work all the time. So you can say, if you say a human is dodgy, it means they're not very trustworthy. Maybe they're a bit sort of, mm, you know, they might break the law. But if some, if an object is dodgy, it means it doesn't work very well. So if a TV is dodgy, if the chair is dodgy, the chair might break. Or if the TV is dodgy, it doesn't work all the time. Um, if the heating is dodgy, it means sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So it sort of means unreliable. And then it's a bit of a dodgy neighborhood, so avoid it at night. So if you describe a place as dodgy, it means it's a bit dangerous. It's a bit sort of, you know, you don't want to be walking alone at night through a dodgy neighborhood. So, ooh. I don't know, it's a bit of a dodgy neighbourhood, so maybe don't take the apartment there. Dodgy means it's a little, you know, you have to be careful. Uh, Hazel, can we say it is like schräg in German? Yeah, it's close to schräg. Yeah, that's a good, good, uh, good example. Diana J, suspicious could be a synonym. It's close to suspicious, um, but it's more... Like, saying someone is like, if they're dodgy, it means that you kind of know they're not good. So suspicious, you kind of go, ooh, I'm not sure. Whereas dodgy is like, mm, it looks not good. So it's more negative than suspicious. Now, next up, we're talking about something really important in uh, England, and that is posh. Posh. Now, what is something that is posh? Is it high class or is it low class? What is posh? High class or low class? Posh. What do we think? Um, Hakim, fishy is close to dodgy. Fishy is close to dodgy. They're pretty close. Dodgy is more negative. Dodgy is a bit more scary than fishy. Fishy is like, hmm, this is interesting. I'm not sure. Whereas dodgy is like, keep away. It's dodgy. Um, posh is high class or low class. What do we think? High class or low class uh, posh. Very good if you said high class. Do you remember the Spice Girls? And Victoria Beckham was called Posh Spice. And it's because she always wore sort of nice dresses and she always looked a bit, hmm, you know, like she didn't care. 
she was coming across as posh. So, if you say, the restaurant is a bit too posh, so it's not very relaxing. The queen is very posh. Harrods is a very posh shop. Gucci is something that posh people wear. Um, Oxford is a posh town. So posh, it means sort of, it usually means with money and high class, but sometimes you can use it negatively as well. The restaurant is too posh. I prefer something more relaxed or haha, he is so posh. He is too posh. Uh, Bella the Bee writes, yes, Posh Spice was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm giving you everything. And then what does she do? She always did this. <laughs> posh Spice. <laughs> Victoria Beckham. Love her. She's great. She's very funny, actually. Um, 782019. Max, I'm an English teacher, but I need to improve my accent get better chances. Keep practicing, just keep practicing and practice the same words over and over. So, you know, you know a sentence, how are you? How are you? How are you? Just keep saying it over and over and that will help improve your pronunciation. Um, Farnaz, using negative means classy but uncomfortable. A little bit, yeah, it's sort of like too classy. It means if you say something's too posh, you mean it's too fancy, it looks down at other people, maybe it's got a bad attitude. If you say someone is too posh, it means maybe they sort of look down on other people. So yeah, it can be negative. And then finally, the last word today is bloody. Bloody. Um, and I'm not going to quiz you on this, because bloody... I'm just going to show you some examples. That was bloody good. Oh, I was bloody nervous. It's so bloody frustrating. So bloody is almost a very British way of saying very. Now, be careful with bloody because it's nearly a swear word. It's not a swear word, but nearly there. And so, you know, around children, it's not nice to say. But like, ah. Oh, that was bloody difficult, or English spelling is bloody difficult, or Ooh, it was bloody cold. Um, exactly, bloody. Um, Alessio, I'm moving to Oxford next month. I grew up in Oxford. I'm from Oxford. It's a lovely city. It's a lovely city. And I can recommend, and no, it's not too, there's bits of Oxford that are posh, and some of the people are posh, but it's not too much. It's actually very nice, I think. So, have an amazing time in Oxford, my hometown. I'm sure you'll love it. Um, Laza, is posh used only in British English? They use it in America as well a bit, but it's really, it's used a bit differently in England. So, you know, when we talk about the restaurant being posh. I don't know if an American would say that. I think they think of maybe people as posh, but we can say the restaurant is posh, the city is posh, it's a posh meal. Yeah. Ah, Piotr, thank you. Thank you for giving me some support. I appreciate that. 
we always appreciate uh, your support. My Chatterbugs viewers, I very much appreciate. Um, so, that was bloody good. I was bloody nervous. Uh, it's so bloody frustrating. Um, Diana J, me going to the UK seems so bloody impossible. Absolutely. So we usually use bloody in front of a an adjective. And bloody can also be a little bit rude. So like, oh, bloody cold. It's a little bit rude to say that. It's not too bad, but a little bit. Uh, Les, your accent is sexy and posh. Well, thank you. And yes, people do say my English accent is a little bit posh. Um, and I guess it's because I grew up in Oxford and Oxford is a little bit posh. So my accent is a little posh. Sure. <laughs> a bit posh, but I don't speak like the Queen. That's really posh. Let's see if I can do it. Hang on. So actually, if I was really posh, I would talk like this. And it's a little bit over the top, really. <laughs> so that is super, super posh. Um, <laughs> it was such an excellent day today. Oh, golly. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you. Um, so, everyone, well done. Thank you. That's the end of the stream. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this. I love talking about Britain. And I've had so many viewers, so thank you. Uh, thank you. And <laughs> good to see you all. Thank you, um, Yazam. Hello. Uh, thank you, Yusuf. It was bloody amazing. Good. I, I'm glad you thought it was bloody amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you, Monica. And uh, thank you, Jessica. I'm glad you like my accent. So thank you, all of my friends. Good to see you, and uh, I bloody can't wait to see you next time. So, see you all soon. Bye-bye.